Welcome back to another episode of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We're almost approaching episode 70. Thank you to all of you that have been with us since day one. Those of you that are just joining us, we hit you with uh, the Wednesday deep dive episode where we really get into all things wrestling, mainly WWE this time of year for obvious reasons. And then Sunday with the three count, we hit you with three quick topics to get your wrestling week started. And then we are out. So two episodes a week. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Just search Big Gold Belt. You'll find us. You can listen to all of our episodes past and present at uh, bgbgroup.tumblr.com. Follow us on Twitter at bgbgroup and then facebook.com slash biggoldbelt. That's all the advertising. I'm here with two people from the crew. We're going to talk about the big WrestleMania 33 announcement today. We're going to talk about Raw and we're going to preview and predict uh, the upcoming Fastlane show on the network this Saturday. Uh, we'll start with Mr. Silly Sellers. How are you today? Doing great, Aaron. How about yourself, man? I'm chilling, man. No no complaints from me. We're kind of starting to really get into the gritty details of our WrestleMania trip. We're working out maybe recording live at a restaurant or a pub or two, and we're just really yep. excited. We were just talking about it before we went on air, and I couldn't be more thrilled. Absolutely. And then Mr. D-Wayne getting excited to see Cowboys Stadium as a Cowboys fan the first time in person. I know. I'm I'm very excited to see the big TV. <laughs> are you are you gonna bring Cowboys gear to Dallas? You know, I was thinking about getting a shirt made with the Cowboys logo and WrestleMania and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Okay. Well I look forward to it. I I'll bring some Patriots gear for you to fight the good fight, as it were. Um, hold on, hold on. Hey, we, we don't like pictures. <laughs> I got. A, I was at the. I was at the house show on Sunday. We, if you check out our last episode, you can hear my review of the house show WWE did in Moline, Illinois. I was wearing my Super Bowl Patriots hat, my Patriots um, zip up jacket with my Kevin Owens Montreal shirt because it was all red, white, and blue themed. I got a lot of weird looks. I'm not gonna lie, people were not cool when everyone's wearing their Hawkeyes gear. So it is what it is, I guess. Um, hmm. I want to talk first about the um, the big announcement today. I have yet to see video from the press conference. I just have read about it and saw photos. They announced officially that WrestleMania 33 will take place on April 2nd, 2017 from the Citrus Bowl in Orlando, Florida, which was the site of WrestleMania 24, uh, which saw the uh, quote-unquote retirement of Ric Flair. The main event was Undertaker versus Edge for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, they had the triple threat match with um, Cena, Triple H, and Orton, and then you had Mayweather versus Big Show on that card, as well as um, the first of two back-to-back wins for CM Punk and Money in the Bank. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my gripe thing out of the way first because I know you guys have a lot of thoughts, and maybe we can talk about future WrestleMania locations. I was excited for the prospects of them doing it in Minneapolis, St. Paul area at the new Viking Stadium next year. A, because I'm a Midwestern local and I could have driven to that um, with it being farther away from the Midwest now, it's unlikely I'll be able to scrape funds to fly to WrestleMania two years in a row. So that was disappointing. It would have been nice for them to take advantage of that stadium before a Super Bowl is held in it. Now that's not going to happen because I believe, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Super Bowl 52 going to be in Minneapolis? I believe so. Because I know next year it's in Houston again, and then I think it's Minneapolis, and then I think... They go back to like Miami, or I'm assuming LA is gonna just snatch hold of that and choke it for all it's worth soon. But they're <laughs> yeah, in the next stadium. year's in Houston and Minneapolis in two years. Yeah, so they could have broken the record before the Super Bowl was there with attendance because you know they would have. They did it at Ford Field in Detroit uh, almost ten years ago now. But I was just disappointed. It would have been nice to see them. They could have even themed the Hall of Fame with a lot of AWA throwbacks since that was the home base for the uh, AWA way back when. You could have put Eric Bischoff in the Hall of Fame then as he got his start as an announcer at the AWA. A lot of guys from that promotion still have yet to be inducted. I just love the way that they're theming You know, a lot of the guys this year, whether it's a Southern feel with the big boss man being a Georgia guy or the fabulous mm-hmm. Freebirds. But I was just disappointed because – and I wonder – there was a guy from like the the Minneapolis. I don't. It was like a tourism board or something. He pretty much put out there publicly that they had secured WrestleMania 33, and then you see it goes to Orlando. So it's kind of like, I wonder if there was something something done there that was inappropriate on their end. But then you hear the rumors of the physical Hall of Fame restaurant 
location thing happening for WWE. They're taking the place of some NW, N, NBA restaurant. I almost said NWA, and I don't know why I did that. Uh, I love straight out of Compton. Um, there you go. <laughs> so maybe that's maybe that's a big part of it. They're launching that, you know, coinciding it with NXT being based out of the Orlando area. I I just don't see myself flying to Orlando. Whatever. Why don't we go to you next, D-Wayne? What are your thoughts about the announcement today? Um, you already know me. I I think in a business sense, and in a business sense, it makes perfect sense. It does. Um. The, yeah, everybody knows that the Orlando area is very touristy, and to put your to have WrestleMania there is actually good because I mean you get a lot of international people coming to Orlando on the, on a normal basis in the summertime to go to mm-hmm. Disney World. So I mean, it's a connection with. Disney, I'll say, gives that that touristy feel. Even if the WWE Hall of Fame being down there, it makes sense because the guess what? It just adds another tourist attraction that people would go to, and it will be right there in the one of the biggest, if not the biggest, vacation spot in the United States. Yeah. So it it makes sense from a business standpoint, point of view. As far as me going. It's kind of a big what if. I mean, the only grip I have is, is that I've been to Orlando too many times. And, Me too. You know, seeing, going to see WrestleMania in Orlando is just not that big of a deal. I mean, I would be, like, I, like you said earlier, I would rather go to Minneapolis and see Mall of America during my free time than <laughs> go back to, to Orlando. So. And they have that WCW throwback built in right there because the first Nitros were filmed at the Mall of America. Yep, absolutely. Speaking yep. as someone who's been to the Mall of America, though, you're really not missing much, man. It's just <laughs> it's just a giant mall. But I will tell you, the Twins ballpark is tight. <laughs> I went to Target Field to see your Indians, uh, Mr. Silly Sellis, though, when I went up yeah. there for a wedding many years ago. Minneapolis is cool. Like, there's a lot of fun things to do. Um, I really enjoyed. I've been up there twice, and I really enjoyed my time there. And it's a pretty drive. A lot of green stuff compared to you know driving through Illinois and Iowa as much as I do. I just see a lot of corn and soy. Um, you guys, you guys don't even know about that out east. Um, Sellers, what do you make of the announcement? Are you kind of of the same vein as us? Or like, you kind of take it or leave? Yeah, I'm kind of the same thing? vein. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and even you mentioned it before, Aaron, it would have been a great throwback because WCW's first, you know, Nitro was there. And I even mentioned that on a previous podcast. That'd be a great way where you can have your WWE Hall of Fame, you know, ceremony there, even though it may be a small venue. But if you could pack a, a, a wrestling ring in the Mall of America back then, what do you think as a nostalgic point? That would be great. You know, it's probably some 20, 25 years later at 2017 hits. I think that would just be great, you know, for for WWE to do on behalf of WCW, or even if you have an NXT show there, I thought it'd been great. Um, but like D. Wayne said, I understand the business aspect. You got to understand the weather aspect that you can fit more people in the outside stadium, mostly down south, um, not unless it was a dome right, or whatever, compared to arena. So going back to where it was nine years ago or eight years ago from this year to WrestleMania 24, it does make sense. That makes me also think that New Orleans is going to be used again very soon. Oh, um, I probably sure will hope use so. Detroit again very soon. And they'll probably use even Georgia very soon where we was at for me and Dr. M was for WrestleMania 27. Well, there, aren't they building um, the Falcons a new stadium down there? I heard. I heard. But I'm not yeah. sure what the groundwork is on it. But I heard they are building a new stadium. I know the, but still, the Georgia Dome is still yeah. nice. And the Braves now. are getting a new ballpark, too, from what in Cobb County, which is throwback to the big boss man right there. But, sorry, D-Wayne, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. I honestly feel that as soon as the um, the new LA stadium goes up, I think that oh, WrestleMania yeah. is it's, it's going to have a chokehold. LA is going to have a chokehold in the Super Bowl and WrestleMania mm-hmm. and a lot of places. And mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be not exciting because, I mean, once you go there once, it's going to be like, okay, well. Yeah, no, I feel you. Let me, let me ask you guys this to kind of round out this topic. Where would you like to see WrestleMania held? that either has not hosted a WrestleMania ever or has not hosted a WrestleMania in a long time, keeping in mind that it would need to be a stadium, like a football-sized stadium at this point, and keeping in mind weather implications if it was an outdoor uh, venue. We'll start with you first, Celis. Uh, honestly, um, I would do somewhere in Vegas. Oh, I think if you had yeah. Mania in Vegas, 
uh, even though I don't know the stadium situation in Vegas, if you had a stadium built just as a mega stadium for maybe a mass type of football game, you know, or whatever, maybe a specialty event, that would be a great prime location for weather, for just tourist attractions. Imagine gambling on wrestling will be at that point. Uh, Did, um, I just think it would be a great the, location. Aren't the Raiders looking at that as a potential site to move to? Like they I thought are. I heard San Antonio as well as Las Vegas. And then I know the MGM Grand is building that arena that eventually is going to probably have an NHL team call it home. That's yep. probably not – maybe that's more of a SummerSlam type of thing. That would be a lot of fun, by the way. Speaking yeah. of someone who attended a SummerSlam in Indianapolis, Indiana, where it was kind of – it was cool, but it wasn't cool, if you know what I mean. I gotcha. Um, what, what do you think, D-Wayne? We're, we talked well, a little bit off well, air about D.C., but you said weather would be tough. Um, I'm, I'm intrigued by the Vegas idea, but I think it's a lot of stuff to be pulled off, especially with For sure. professional professional sports team going there. I mean, when you think of Vegas, you don't think of a family-friendly city. <laughs> uh, Whereas Orlando's perfect for that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest with, you, honest with you. Weather permitting, I think that M&T Stadium in Baltimore, Maryland can hold can. a WrestleMania. Is that where the Ravens play? Yes. Okay, gotcha. I didn't know the name of it. Um, it's it's a it's a great venue. It's very open. Like I said, weather permitting, we have a lot. It's it's a great city for people who who come internationally to yep, come. It to. Is. It's very easy. Um, business wise, it makes sense. And plus, you have a lot of wrestling fans around here. That's why a lot of a lot of the shows and stuff that we have around here get sold out quick. We have a lot of wrestling fans. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ring of Honor does a lot of business up there. Yeah, they uh-huh. got several Maryland wrestling schools around the area too. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Um, some places I was thinking of. I think I have not been in this venue, but I've seen it up close when I went to Vancouver two years ago. BC Place, which was the uh, Winter Olympic Stadium in 2010, mm. that would be a nice option for getting, and it's it's got a roof on it. It would be a nice option for getting um, Wrestle, WrestleMania back to Canada. We haven't had it in Canada since WrestleMania 18, um, mm-hmm. and you also have the um, the arena that the Canucks play in right next door to it, and it's beautiful downtown, great transit system there. I I really mm-hmm. love that city. If you've never been to Vancouver, you should check it out. I I went there when we were up in Seattle. It was just a four hour train ride um i think seattle would be a great location with that seahawks stadium that they have there um what's it called century link field it's called sorry field that's what it's called (laughs) (laughs) sorry i didn't mean to do that to you as a 49ers fan that would be a great stadium i mean it would be a nice space and you have the key arena not too far for hall of fame um I really want to see it come back to the Midwest. As I said, I think Minneapolis is the obvious spot. They, Indianapolis had been in the mix a couple times from what I'd heard, but it never came to fruition because that's kind of like the in-between point for me and Dr. M currently. We were looking mm-hmm. forward to meeting up there, and it never came to be. Um, Chicago, I'd love to see Chicago get it back. It's one of the, you know, you saw on Raw this week, one of the great wrestling crowds, um, Soldier Field. The, the greatest wrestling su- crowd, in my opinion. The greatest wrestling crowd. <laughs> I don't want to brag too much. I agree with you. Watch WrestleMania 22, and that's what's up. I was there. Um, Soldier Field would be interesting, but it's just they had a lot of renovations on it within the last 10 years, but it's still kind of a dump. One place I think would be cool, I don't know if the city infrastructure will allow for it. They do have an arena there next to this. Lambeau Field could be a lot of fun. I was just about to say that, yeah. Having been to Lambeau Field before myself, the most fun I've ever had watching sports. My wife and I, my wife's a Packer fan. We went to Packers Patriots two years seasons ago. And then the other thought I had, I know there's been rumors about Columbus, Ohio at the big house. Or no, no, that's in, that's, excuse me, that's in Michigan. What's the Buckeye Stadium called? Oh, it, it seats a hundred thousand, but I can't. Ann Arbor is another Arbor. another one that's been rumored, and that would seat a ton of people. And then I think about Notre Dame, but I don't know again if if um if that if that city would be able to hold a WrestleMania. Now, question: What about and, and like I said, this is weather permitting, like a lot of spots that you mentioned. Yeah, the Midwest is tough in April. Yes. What about? Leaking financial field in Philly. Well, that was one of the finalists this year, from what I understand, and or and even last year, and, and it didn't quite work out. Like I think it was between Dallas and Philly 
for this current one we're about to come up on. So I think that that's, I think you're going to get it back in Philly. Correct me if I'm wrong. The last time it was in Philly was WrestleMania, was it 15? I know 14 was in Boston and I would love to see it come to Gillette Stadium in Foxborough. But um, <laughs> that's, you know, that's all I'm saying. But again, that's tough with the outdoors that time of year. But they did it in New Jersey just a few yeah. years ago. And they, I think it was like, you know, low to mid 50s. It got a little colder as the night went on. I know the ring was heated. You could see like the heating vents on the ring posts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I guess we, I would also love to see it go international. I think um, the English people des- deserve to have one in like London or something. Granted, the time difference could be challenging, but I would. Um, oh, yeah. I think it would be kind of cool to watch a WrestleMania in the morning. Because <laughs> then I could spend the rest of the day either marking out or complaining about it. Which could be good or bad, depending Which could on be how good or bad. the state of WWE is then. I would also, just as kind of a final throwback, I would love to see SummerSlam get out of arenas and get outdoors in the summer again. Um, I love, love, love WrestleMania 19 at the um, Safeco Field in Seattle. I just think it would be cool mm-hmm. to do. I think they should just do SummerSlam in a ballpark every year. Oh, that would be nice, though. Just every year. Like, think of doing it at, like, Wrigley Field or Yankee Stadium or even that Nationals ballpark y'all got in Washington, yeah. D.C. That would be really nice yeah. there. That would be, be nice. really But you know what? I love the Diamondbacks Stadium. I have in-laws that live Great. in Phoenix, and they love that ballpark. And it's got a roof on it in case you needed it. Yes. And a pool. And a pool, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Makes everything great. Yeah, it does. Um, I would love to see them kind of get back outdoors a little more often. I had a lot of fun watching Global Force this past fall at a minor league ballpark. That was a lot of fun. And it was just, it made for really cool pictures, too. Just like you'd see guys brawling outside the ring and they were in grass in the infield. It was just so weird. I know <laughs> WWE would probably cover the entire field with like mats or whatever, but you know, it is what it right. is. Um, Let's move on to Raw, you guys. Um, just general, I don't think we need to break down the entire three hours. Everyone saw it or they wouldn't be listening to this podcast. But what were your big takeaways from Raw? Um, I'm going to throw this out there to start before I throw it to you guys. I thought the first two hours were the best first two hours of Raw in a long time. And I thought the mm-hmm. third hour was about par for the course. Mm, I would agree with that. And to me, I think the show capped off when the tag team championship match that yes. to me, Raw could have ended just right there. That was the, one of my – might be the best right – that, that might be the best Raw match we've seen this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. I mean, you saw – it was a pay-per-view quality match mm-hmm. on free TV, and that's what Raw has been missing for a long time. And even a championship match on top of that, the, the close falls, the spotlight moves AJ put on. I mean, just the in-ring work that both teams put on, it was just great storytelling. Like, literally, I was zoned in that whole match. Yeah, D-Wayne. Yeah. I I um I enjoy I thoroughly enjoyed a few matches on Raw last night and it was it was really refreshing. Uh, while I continue to say I did fall asleep on the tag team match, but I did have a chance to watch it at work today. <laughs> you watched it at work today? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, How about that four fifty by AJ off of the rope? Oh my god, that was tight. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, it was a lot of great matches. But I still have some gripes about Raw. Um, again, if you read into the science, it kind of makes the creative is trying to make us forget about Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows, like, you make this match at, at Roadblock, you're doing this just to get viewers for the WWE Network. But, I mean, again, you, you kind of have your matches set. Now, if you don't, if you're doing this because you're having flashbacks and you feel like, oh well, I think I made a mistake, then you need to figure out what you're going to do right now because if you make a mistake right now, it could be catastrophic to to WrestleMania. Yeah, you're not wrong. I worry about Triple H working a match and getting injured, but I think it'll be okay. Um, Two Chains just joined the joined the conversation. Two Chains, we're talking about Raw. Did you have any big takeaways from Raw in kind of a general sense? Uh, I definitely was a big fan of the uh, Chris Jericho AJ Styles and New Day match. Um, I thought um, the Kevin Owens uh, and Neville segment was needed. 
We uh-huh. needed we needed to have some vision on what's going to happen with that championship, and we need to have sort of say um, some closure if if move towards him and the Sami Zayn match that's kind of played around with over the last uh, year. So it's good to see that come full circle. And um, I, I thought that this was a good episode nonetheless with just helping the storyline towards um, all the storylines for WrestleMania. So um, some became blatantly clear that's going to happen. Some uh, progressed on a little bit, such as the, uh, the Divas uh, match. So it was a good role. I enjoyed it nonetheless. So I really, 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 really want to let everyone know how right I was about Ryback and Kalisto. <laughs> Oh, Lord, he called it. I, ca- call I called it. that, and I hope it's a one-on-one match. And I, I'm reading reports online that suggest that Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn will not be one-on-one, but they're going to shoehorn a bunch of guys and make it probably a ladder match. I think that's the wrong move. I think they need to do Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens one-on-one. I think sometimes WrestleMania suffers from trying to cram in too many people. And if, if you're not a top guy and you don't have that spot, I feel you know I feel bad for you, but I... I think the crowd indicated very clearly last night that Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens one-on-one for the IC is what we want to see. Of course. I mean, if you're not a top guy, there's always Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Or just setting up other feuds. You look at like a WrestleMania 17, they had so many different feuds in that WrestleMania. It was why people still love it so much to this day. If, if they're going to do a big multi-man ladder match, don't you think the Kalisto U.S. title match would be a better place for that? Uh, give and take. I think the reason why they always try to hit these ladder matches is because they're missing the one greatest match that should open every single WrestleMania, and that should be Money in the Bank. But that's my personal opinion. Even though I like it as a standalone pay-per-view, it's like that just gives a lot of people a chance to strive for that main event title while still being a mid-card on the major pay-per-view. So it did like so many different levels at the same time. So yeah. it's not the same effect when you have a six-man ladder match for the IC title. Because to me, it's, it's not as special that you're achieving to get that potential for. And you guys, the WrestleMania in Atlanta you went to, that was the first one that where they took the ladder match off of it, right? Like they didn't do Money in the Bank that year because it was its own thing, right? Exactly. That way, and I was yeah. very, very um, upset about that, that it wasn't a ladder match. That was one of the biggest gripes I had about the pay-per-view. Even though I joined being there at WrestleMania, it really did hurt it. I liked. I got to see Rob Van Dam win Money in the Bank at WrestleMania 22. That was awesome. Ric Flair took a nasty big old bump off the ladder in that match. Oh man, um, what do you guys make of the whole Divas thing? Like, is it just? It, it feels like Charlotte needs to have more physical and like promo interplay with each of her opponents separately, instead of just coming and beating them up all the time. Like, Ric Flair is killing her. I, I agree to an extent, too. I would like to hear her, and I'd like to hear her opponents talk about their history in NXT because I feel like they're missing the boat on a lot of backstory they could be plugging into this, reminding people of the battles that Sasha had with Charlotte over mm-hmm. that title in NXT. I don't know why they're not going there. Maybe that's being reserved for like more of the go-home type stuff the last two weeks, but I, I feel like they're missing out a little no. bit on that. The, it's great. It's fault. I don't, I don't think they ever refer back to their battles at NXT and then nope. elaborate on it. I think that's exactly I think that's a good thing because you it still makes you want to watch the brand and that different aspect of what you're watching. Like you watch NXT you get a different feel than when you're watching, you know, Raw or SmackDown. So I, I think it's a good thing because then the next thing you're gonna be asking for is how come they're not talking about their relationships in the indie ground uh, the, the, the well like that. if this whole bullet club thing happens they might actually be doing that a little <laughs> bit here we'll have to see uh-huh. um but like i like i said i thought they did a really great job progressing things i agree with you d wayne that it, it, it's getting a little muddy in terms of because you have this this roadblock which god it's just such an app it's just, just such a literal name in the middle of the road to wrestlemania and like I think we're all just kind of accustomed to focusing on WrestleMania and there's still some build that needs to happen, but you have to get past Saturday first and it's a little annoying. But at the same time, there's some good things that I think are going to be happening on Saturday. And uh, bef- uh-huh. I guess maybe we could move into that unless you guys had any other big thoughts about Raw. So 
this bill, and I guess we can go talk about this and we talk about Roblox. But this this bill, I mean, Dean Ambrose is you know chasing, I guess, Triple H, but. He has to realize he has one big roadblock he's about to face at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> and yo, remember, it's speed bump. <laughs> nah, it's a roadblock. It's, That's a roadblock. W- <laughs> and then, like, the week after that, like, by the way, another network special, WWE Detour. Yeah. <laughs> WWE <laughs> Beltline. WWE Construction Zone. Oh, it's going to be worse and worse. But, I mean, that's the state of what it is right now. I mean, once again, well, I, we'll, tr- we'll segment into that show about why I don't like it at all and why I think it's a terrible idea, but <laughs> I, I'll let you go ahead to Aaron. Well, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> yeah, I will. Oh, I will. He'll, he'll, he'll silly sell us. It's about to come out. Uh-oh. Hashtag he'll, he'll silly sell us. We, we, we pay for the network, so anything we get, we should just say, fine, you know, we get that. So... We're either going to complain that why is, why are they making relevant storylines or why are they making irrelevant storylines? Where I'd rather there be matches in um, roadblocks and storylines that make sense. <laughs> I hate that know? we're saying roadblocks so much. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing, we're doing what they want us to do. At least we're not getting Brock versus Kofi Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I got up six o'clock in the morning to see that. I remember you guys are so mad about that. Kofi deserved better, man. <laughs> oh, they're like, look, we need one guy that does not get injured, that can job, and that does not make sense. There's got to be one person out there. Yes, oh, Kofi man. <laughs> so why don't we just get right into it with Roadblock? Um, by the way, this is a big week for WWE, just in terms of the amount of we had a pretty decent RAW, things considered. We have, um, a mu- in my opinion, kind of a must-see SmackDown with, you know, Jericho explaining his actions. And then you have Miz TV with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That alone is going to make me tune into SmackDown for the third week in a row. I haven't watched three SmackDowns in a row in a long time. And SmackDown's been must-see, man. Like, I re- I've really been enjoying what they're doing with it. If I, I hope they're building an audience, and they're going to continue to build that audience with a brand split, like we've been discussing on previous episodes. But um, and then you have NXT with the big um, the big two out of three falls match with Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe for the number one contendership. I heard they won an hour, and so that's going to be must see tomorrow night as we record this. And then you have Roadblock on Saturday. Um, try and get some Ring of Honor in there at some point too, because I've been following Ring of Honor pretty closely lately. Um. But let's talk about Roblox. So there's four announced matches. Um, the first one, the one I might be the most excited for is um, Dash and Dawson, the NXT Tag Team Champions, are going to be defending and hopefully kind of capping off this feud with Enzo and Cass. Um, I like Enzo and Cass. I think they need to win the straps for at least a short term before they come up to the main roster to have some credibility. I doubt that would happen, even though I would love it. But same thing we said about Tyler Breeze, and he never got that strap. Yeah. And look where he's at now. Yeah. I, I'm, it's unfortunate, but I just don't think he's going to win for a short – they're going to win for a short-term uh, hold of the belts. And you know why yeah. I think they are is because I don't think they're going to shoehorn a bunch of new tag teams on the main roster at once. So I don't necessarily see them coming up after Mania because, you know, you hear the rumors about Carl uh-huh. Anderson and Doc Gallows coming up. I wonder if they're going to call him Luke Gallows because that was his previous character's name. If they're going to acknowledge that history, but um, I, I think sure. they're going to win. What do you think, Two Chains? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. So this, uh, I, I don't think it makes sense for them to been have working all these dark matches and in preparation to see if their gimmick is going to work on the main roster just for them to win the belt and stay on NXT for another half a year. Well, let so, me let me ask you this question. Would you be more excited at TakeOver when we're live there in Dallas to see Dash and Dawson versus American Alpha or Enzo and Cass versus American Alpha? Uh, both, both is going to be entertaining. I, I agree that both would. What would you prefer to see, though? Um, I mean, it makes sense. Or uh, the Bullet Club, or however they're going to be um, 
whatever name they're going to go by, what makes sense for them to go after one of the top teams, one of the most exciting top teams, which I think American Alpha is the top. The, the I agree. Yeah, they're tremendous. But but even they've been kind of rumored that there's a possibility that they could be coming up. So at this point, I just really look at it like the tag team division is looking to get a little bit more excited this next year. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with whatever combination wanted to give us as long as we're not getting the Usos shoved down our throat for nothing. I think the Usos <laughs> need to turn heel with Roman Reigns and start a Samoan faction and bring Samoa Joe up to be a part of it. The Usos are stale. As, like, they were not very over at, like you would think they would be. Like People liked them at the house show I was at, but they were not like... The Dudleys and the New Day had way more reaction than the Usos. I think, honestly, I feel like... Uh... The Usos are a musty now, fart right now is what they are. So I'm actually going to go and agree with Aaron. I think that they could possibly get a short title run. Yeah. Because, because I think they're big right now. And I, and I think it's going to go all coincide with the, uh, the um, Doc, I mean, Doc Gallows and um, Carl Mr. Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. yeah. No, don't do, don't, don't do that. D-Wade, don't hey, do that. <laughs> <laughs> look at him getting all bent out of shape. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hashtag <laughs> he'll sell us over here. Carl Anderson. But I think, I think that's, that's, that is the tag team that's going to come in and display a dominance because that's, that's, what, that's what the rumor is. And I feel like they don't, they shouldn't go to NXT. I mean, they, they, I feel like they—they are main event. They are, and you know what I think. You know what I think is going to happen, you guys. So there's all these rumors that the New Day is going to turn full on babyface. They're going to wrestle League of Nations. Well, actually, at this pay per view, it's going to be New Day versus um, Sheamus and Barrett, not for the titles. I wonder if they take the titles off of New Day as a way to build sympathy and get people behind them, and then don't you think? You could have Gallows and Carl Anderson feud with the New Day for like up through SummerSlam or even beyond if you wanted to. I I just I feel like that makes um, sense to have those guys beating down on the New Day and have like Big E going up against Dot Gallows in the ring just makes me froth at the mouth a little bit. You see, here's my thing, and it, it just goes into: Are they going to be a or a face what is creative going to do with them I think they, they I think you have to go heel I think people are going to like them but they're good heels I think they I think they will be great heels but I'm concerned about the WWE universe cheering you, you know what I'm concerned about WWE not letting them curse all the way to the ring like they get to do in Japan <laughs> you know what I'm talking two chains you watched Wrestle Kingdom they were letting it fly yeah they were <laughs> Lot of you know, one thing that I, I think about this whole picture with any tag team that's in contention of the NSC championship doesn't solidify anything because if you have the if you have the straps or not or if you're a contention of the straps or even coming up to the main roster it's all irrelevant because the Bob Villains was absolutely the, one of the hottest teams and I don't even know where to find them nowadays. And they keep. They do you see these? These vignettes they keep airing about them where they like just stare angrily at the screen silently and it's like black and white. Have you seen those on NXT? Yeah. What, yeah, yeah I, I also want to know what the heck's going on with them. I agree with you. And it's just like, you know, you, they had a good run. They lost the championship. So automatically you think in traditional in, tra- in a traditional form that that means that they could be made roster ready. Mm-hmm. But yep. no, they got buried and now they're non-existent and it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't think their gimmick's going to work on the main roster as it currently stands. I think they need to do something different because I think they're going to end up turning themselves into jobbers if they go like like the Ascension's gimmick clearly didn't work on the main roster and they're jobbers now. Yeah. So and that's this other thing too, where I, it's it's all about creative. It's not about what they did at the AD. It's not about having the championship and. They had a successful NST career and which should have translated into them graduating into the main roster. Yeah. But even that, all of that failed. So it really doesn't matter. Well, then and, you, you, you also and, have... And you know the other scary thing? Yeah. The other scary thing is, okay, fine. They're giving it work. It was a rundown copy version of um, 
Oh God, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, the out, uh, the out, uh, not the outlaws. What was the name of them? Uh, Road Warriors. Road Warriors. Road Warriors. Right. So you think like, oh, that's because the crowd wasn't buying into it because they knew it was stolen. So you think American Alpha? You think potentially that could happen to them too? No, the because they're too? so stinking entertaining that I think it'll be okay. Like Chad Gable is seriously legit. And Jason Jordan's not yeah, so, that far behind. Know, so, like, you know, just stuff like that is a lot. It all comes down to creative. That's and, that's all it is. And then you also have Blake and Murphy, who, when they drop the straps, like, they're jobbers now, too. And they had a good gimmick going with Alexa Bliss. And then they just sure, kind of dropped that off by the wayside. Now they're, like, her lap dogs, which is fine. It's a nice way to get heel heat. But, like, I would like to see them put some put some stank on those guys again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. One thing that you're going to probably expect, though, the day after Mania, and this is where everybody has to be careful. You know we're going to have some big call-ups or big premieres the day after Mania. We can't get too excited just because we see them because they still have to have storylines. Honestly, you can think about to – I mean, think back to a couple of years ago when Paige had debuted. And even though it was a great fire early on, I don't think Paige on the main roster is even got as much, you know, hype or – uh, the recognition that she needs to get. And she was a champion a couple of times. Yeah. I still, still think she's kind of faded away. So we just have to be careful that, you know, whatever happens the day after Mania, you might get a whole bunch of these tag teams. But creative, like you said, Two Chains, has to be very careful how they book these people because you can have a great tag team union or tag team uh, lineup to go against each other, but you got to make sure you use them right, you know? And this is where Bo- uh, Brian Sporting comes into play. It'll be perfect. If you're going to if you're gonna bring a lot of people up, let me see some brand splitting. That's the only way it's yeah. going to work. Yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, I think that's – and then you could really start to bring up some guys who are like maybe kind of on the fringe of the NXT main event just because there's not a place for them, but there might be a place as like the mid-card and the brand split. Like I think Baron Corbin would be an excellent, you know, mid-level heel on SmackDown if they were to oh, bring him sure. up. Right, I think he's ready now, but he could continue to get better at NXT. Um mm-hmm. Apollo Crews is another one. Like, if you're not going to do anything with him in NXT, I know they say he has like things to work on, but like, I think that guy's tremendous in the ring. If you don't like mm-hmm. the way he talks, give him a freaking manager. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, we need to get back on Roblox real quick, though. Um, oh. New Day versus League of Nations. I don't really care. I think it's just a way to build the WrestleMania. Like, I don't think it matters who wins. It'll probably be League of Nations if they're going to try and turn a baby face. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even I didn't even realize it was a match. <laughs> I, I looked on I looked on WrestleZone. As, yeah, I sorry. I just I saw the card on WrestleZone, and that's one of the four matches that were listed. We're gonna we're gonna really have some opinions on the other two. I was just trying to get the first two out of the way. Yeah, get them out of the way. Just get the whole. Okay, so Bray Wyatt card out the way. Bray Wyatt versus Brock Lesnar. We were originally maybe gonna get that match seemingly at WrestleMania. Now it's on. Pointless. And now it's on WWE Detour instead of WrestleMania, with a Pointless. two week with a two week build, and Brock Lesnar hadn't even been there for the two weeks for the build for it. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be Brock versus uh, Luke Harper. Even more pointless joke. I guess I'm just oh, wondering. My heel sellers moment. What are they doing oh, with Bray Wyatt? Why job him to Brock? What is that going to do? I don't get it. Because he, he faces Brock. <laughs> That's what you give him. That's a good. It, it has potential for a good match, and it also was a, It also was a WrestleMania caliber match, which was early early rumored. So again, this is a storyline that we do have there. It is a storyline. At least it's not random. You have you are absolutely yeah. right there. And, and again, I think Bray Wyatt deserves it. You know. It deserves better, but why not? If he wins, how big is that? Well, let me ask you this. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go off the assumption that Bray Wyatt's not going to win, just based on past experience with how they treat Bray Wyatt and how they treat Brock Lesnar. So my question is, is what do you do with the Wyatts on Monday after this is done? I'm still trying to figure out what you do with them at WrestleMania. Well, that's what well, I'm saying. I, I mean, that's, I isn't that the Bray same Wyatt question? Hey, you, go, you go back to the storyline. But who are they back. feuding with then? Rock. They don't feel with anybody. They just mess up the whole mania. I, I really think that Bray Wyatt is not going to lose against this match. He might get disqualified, but yeah. he's not going to lose clean. 
And that's yeah. when it set up. That's when it set up the new face of fear. If you pay attention to what Triple H said on Raw, the new face of fear. So obviously, he's trying to plant a seed for this guy that maybe him and his goons, what you call the Wyatt family, are going to try to do something that either cost somebody a match or something, so he can get his way to that title shot. Well, once again, I see that coming in the future, but it's that just not be. the right place for this match it's on Saturday. It's a joke. <laughs> the Wyatt are a joke. No, they're not. I'm sorry. Yes, they are. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> tell you why. Uh, have you had your heel moment? I'm going to have mine, Steve Wayne. First of all, let's, let's talk about the Wyatt and how they're just pointless. Bray Wyatt, mind you, magnificent talker, can go in the ring. Again, how many WrestleMania matches has he lost? How many big matches has he, has he lost? And if he wants, guess what happens? Nothing. They don't do nothing with him. So right now, if they do anything right now, right now with them, it'll be a surprise. But again, to me, right now they're a joke. I can't take them serious. They're just used to to come build somebody up, and maybe they win. And if they win, guess what? Whoever they beat goes on to something great, and they still get stuck anyway. Go ahead, Silas. I'll let you rant to. No, I, I, I want Aaron to go. I want to be respectful. I want Aaron to go through the whole card. That he wants the spotlight, then I'm gonna go through my heel moment. Okay, so there's only one other match that's announced. So we can just do it real quick. Um, the main event: Triple H versus Dean Ambrose for the World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, conventional wisdom says that Dean Ambrose is gonna lose because they've already announced all these WrestleMania events. Would it would it be awesome if Dean won? Of course it would, but I don't see that happening. And then uh, if that's the case, what good does this do for Dean Ambrose? As he gets, as he's trying, you need to build Dean Ambrose up as a legitimate threat against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Having him lose to Triple H, I don't think accomplishes that. Like, there's ways around it where you keep the title on Triple H. I get all that, but it just, they've invested a lot of TV time in this angle. So it does make me wonder, but I'm going to pick Triple H, obviously. Yep. I don't need to say anything else about that. I'm just ready for my heel moment. Why don't you, uh, why don't you just heel off now, then? You've been building it up. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, so here, here's, here's my heel. Yep. God don't like ugly. <laughs> so let, let's break this down for a second. Did you write all this down, or what was that pause for? <laughs> hold on. Let, let, let's hold this down for a second. So the, the segment, I mean, the segment, the show they had in Japan, which granted was a good show because it was like you get a chance to see Brock and everybody in Japan. It was early in the morning, but it was just a house show, right? You saw no no Titantron. You saw no special lighting. You saw no special effects and everything. Nothing. Just a house show. Go to New York where the Dudley boys were supposed to be. Oh, Madison Square Garden, blah, blah, blah. Just a house show. No special effects. No Titantron. No anything like that. It was just a house show. So I guarantee Roblox is going to be nothing but a house show. So if you're giving me a, a in two chains, I understand what you're saying. Anything that you give me extra outside of a pay-per-view and NXT, you feel like you're getting a bonus for the WWE Network, right? I don't agree with that. The pay-per-views that you give me of all my history, especially Attitude Areas, that automatically pays for my membership right there. Anytime I can get a pay-per-view for $10, that automatically takes care of that. And I can get NXT shows, four of them during a month. That definitely takes care of my $10. Anytime you want to witness one of these house shows where I can see it, it's worth about 10 cents to me. Because if nothing ever happens, you don't progress storylines. And you're putting it on a Saturday, which I'm not even going to be home to watch it. I'll probably just look at my Bleacher Report app and tell me who wins after every single match, and I'll be happy. It does nothing for me. Then once again, Aaron, as you mentioned before, we talk about an aspect where you might have your WWE World Heavyweight Champion might get hurt because he's injury prone because he has some weak hammies and weak quads. So one of them goes out, boom, your whole mania is screwed. So why are you even doing this roadblock, quote unquote, speed bump? At this time, it's just pointless. Yeah, you, you're giving a little tease that, oh, maybe Dean may win the championship and he's not. Maybe we may forget about Roman. Where is Roman? We haven't forgotten about him. We know he is headlining WrestleMania and he's not going anywhere. Don't even think about the hill of, of somebody coming in and breaking up the match, and that might turn Dean Hill. Dean's not turning Hill no time soon. He's going to be a face and continue to be a face until Seth Rollins comes back. So it's like it's no point 
for anybody to even assume anything is going to come off this house show. That's all it is, a house show. And the reason why Spotlight is a house show that you want to put on the WWE Network, because Triple H is wrestling. Because if Triple H wasn't a champion, you would not be a, 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 a contention to be on the network right now. I'm done. Uh, okay. No, no. No, Dwayne, you had your chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is funny. Yeah. So, so, by the way, I missed my the first thirty minutes because I was taking me a graceful nap. So now I had to wake up and. And that's what I'm gonna do on Roblox. Take a nap. <laughs> and then it, it, now, okay, now here's the difference. Yes, I totally agree with the. If it ain't the pay per view, if it ain't one of the profound big ones or uh, second tier, then yes, they're considered these WWE Network house show pay per views, which legitimately have just not been good. However, none of them from the Madison Square Garden, Beast in the East, and what was the other one? What, it doesn't even matter. It was the, the exactly. MSG. They did not have storylines. Exactly. They were just mumbled together and said, this is what's going to happen here. You know? Well, in Japan, and, we had we had Kevin Owens and um, Finn Balor. That had a story. Yeah. Was That's where Finn match? Balor won the title. Just going to wonder, was it a good match? And did it make sense? And did, and did they build off of that? And, then, and it was storylines going into it. Okay, so nonetheless, what I'm saying is the Triple H and Dean Ambrose match, it makes sense. It's, it, it, it's a reason to watch it because, yes, you can say, oh, it's no way Triple H wins because all the promotions and stuff has had him towards Dean Ambrose, I mean, towards uh, Ronan Reigns. But if Dean did win, and if Triple H did get hurt, if Dean won or had to step into it, at least it makes sense. It mm-hmm. all makes sense. So I, I can buy it. I can buy it to that. And then, um, what's, what's the other match? Um, what's the other match? Bray and Brock. You don't even know what the other matches are. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> Bray, Bray, Bray and Brock. The storyline that we, the match that we thought we was going to get at WrestleMania. But we're not. Because the dice... I mean, I'm sorry, the dominoes didn't fall the way that we originally thought it might be. But you had, we have to admit that uh, during Fastlane, we predicted that if uh, the Wyatts got involved, then that match would come to life. But, but because it didn't, because creative, as they say, changed minutes at the last moment, we didn't get that match. So instead of us not having closure to a storyline that we saw built up, we do get closure. <laughs> so... The outcome of this match won't hurt Bray Wyatt because, as uh, D-Wayne said, he's taken numerous losses in WrestleMania and around the season, but he's still considered a top guy. And on Raw, it's solidified the, him in title contention next to Triple H that people are for. And I, I hate to say this, but if the if the WWE Network, I mean, um, Universe in Chicago speaks, the nine times out of ten, that's what it is. And the fact that they were behind that solidifies that every other fan is pretty much probably thinking the same thing. Like, yes, we can buy into this. And so I'm for that. So no matter if Brock loses or if he gets interfered by by the wise or break it's a clean win, whatever it may be, either one of them is going to be hurt by it. But it's just good to know that that storyline finally does have closure and that we're just not. And that we're just not wondering, like, Dad, whatever happened to that? And this is why on Raw I'm, I'm cool with Sammy, I, I, we needed Sammy Zayn to come out because we was just like, well, after the Royal Rumble, you know, we never heard much more of that again. But now that he's back and we're ready, we right back at it. Good, I'm for it. So I'm with it. I'll be watching Saturday and I'll be uh, reviewing it that day after or that or that afternoon without Sellers. <laughs> yeah, without me. Yeah. Two chains and I'll review it because I, I agree with everything you just said. With all the problems it has, I think you made some great points of why it is a good thing. D-Wayne, why don't you close out the Roblox discussion because i got to go make dinner. Hey, this is, this is hilarious. I mean, just, hearing, <laughs> just hearing both sides is just crazy. Um, I'm going to speak it from WWE management point of view. Hi. I'm not here either. Oh, I'm, boy. Hi, I'm Vince McMahon. And guess what I'm doing? I'm doing what I want you to do. I want you to sit up here and talk. The reality is, my WWE WrestleMania card is already made up. But guess what I'm doing? Guess what you're doing? You're going to watch the WWE Network. And I'm getting more subscribers because, hey, people want to see this show. So thank you. Thank you for continuously talking 
about a roadblock, which, hey, I'm going to have next year, the year after, the year after, the year after. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what you're going to be doing? You're going to be sitting here talking about it and watching it. Thank you. Dwayne. Thank you for your 10 bucks. I'm only here so I won't get fined. <laughs> I, I do think that this was a big, this was an opportunity to miss where they could have actually had the Sasha Banks versus uh, Becky Lynch match. And I couldn't agree sense. more. Better platform and everything. Instead of these horrible finishes that we have already seen over the, over the already. Could have given time to have a girl. worthwhile match instead of a rushed one that they had on oh, Raw and SmackDown oh, last week. If, if they was going to disrespect my girl, then she would have never had this this opportunity i trust me real anger if she wouldn't have been in wrestlemania let me real let me anger. let me she say something about your. she's there but she ain't there yet let me say something about your girl she retweeted my picture from the house show and it got like mad retweets and likes on twitter so becky lynch i love you and curtis axel i love you because you retweeted one of my pictures too thank you for doing that axel chop there axel chop yeah um I have to go make dinner and um, really contemplate my position in life on this roadblock thing because you guys presented both great sides. But I think, like Vince McMahon just said on the podcast, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna give my ten dollars and I'm gonna watch it and then I'm gonna talk about it incessantly because Vince McMahon has me for life and I'm an automaton now. So I don't know. You know another thing too. No matter what's happening, but I do appreciate it more that we have the storyline. We have big name people wrestling on a Saturday. Yeah, I'm cool with that. It's not bad, right? Yep. So and if you, if you can't get with that, I got two words for you. <laughs> Don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess two chains and I will review the roadblock for you guys on the three count on Sunday and. Maybe Celis will be there. Maybe he won't. Maybe D-Wayne will be there. I'll be there. Um, Dr. M is, you know, hiding in a hole until WrestleMania at this point. Yes, he is. So, um, but this has been the Big Old Butt Wrestling Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Um, please make sure you subscribe on iTunes. It's the easiest way to catch when we put new stuff up. And um, until our Sunday three-count review of, um, of Roadblock, a.k.a. Duke Tour, a.k.a. Construction Zone, AKA Easy Pass um, for <laughs> D Wayne, for D Wayne, for Two Chains, for <laughs> we call it I Pass in Illinois, for um, Mr. Silly Sellis, and for um, the absent Dr. M. This is Aaron Big Old Belt Wrestling Podcast. Um, we'll catch you guys next time.